Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. J-Type from SkyTight Gaming is joining as a special guest. I welcome in my co-host, as always, Gerard Brewer, as well as our version of Siskel and Ebert, Theo Walski. How you fellas doing tonight? Hello, my fellow gamers, comic book play, video gamers, and all-around nerds. Thank you for joining us. Hey, what's up, fellas? Sorry I missed you last time. How's it going, J-Type? Going. Thank you. <laughs> I'm actually doing good. I have it. So, as y'all know, your boy J Tight got kids. So, one of them is actually knocking on the door. He's trying to get away from the well. um, Besides that, I'm doing good. I got a lot of stuff I want to talk to you guys about. And you guys have a lot of questions for me. Absolutely, man. Um, you know, as always, it's great to get you on. We had Diddy on a couple weeks. Um, you know, your partner in crime. And, you know, let's start out with that, man. How did you even become interested in the tester? Okay, so I've been on PlayStation Nerd like my whole life. And then I seen season one and I got to actually meet them at this Marvel versus Capcom. What was it? two or maybe three is like an event they had that I went to and I got to meet Cyrus and stuff like that. Was it, and was then, it like um, a big tournament? Yeah, it was like a big tournament and Cyrus oh, was there cool. and gamer and everything. This is when uh, season two had launched and I was like, Oh snaps. And they were saying they're going to do season three and everything like that. So I just been a fan for like forever going back to those early days. I remember sitting there now with my ex-wife cause she ain't my wife no more. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like filling out applications, recording videos and stuff like that. Like, and it's crazy, bro. Like, they really picked me, and then uh, every, everything is history from there. I met Diddy on the show, which is crazy because he lived, like, two cities uh, away from me. And I was just like, oh, wow. And then I guess we just became – we destined just became good, really great great friends, you know? Oh, That's yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. We love we love Diddy, you know? Yeah. Um, now, I got to ask you, was J-Type Baby Tooth your thing, or was that kind of like the tester adding on the Baby Tooth to it? Okay, so <laughs> – <laughs> I really do got we a baby back tooth. right now, dude. We I, going back. <laughs> so, okay, the baby tooth came from episode four. It was my last episode, y'all. I got eliminated that yeah. on that episode. And uh, I just came, I kind of came on the fly. Like, I didn't really understand what they wanted. So it was like, well, let me give them some cold combos and everything like that because Street Fighter and, and, and Tekken and stuff like that, like, they don't have a really good background what they was basing it off of. So I was like, okay, cool. Well, then, but the underlying theme was story development. So J-Type Baby Tube, it came from there. Then, as you guys know, my other account, it got banned. Somebody stole my account and everything. And that's a big old YouTube video up about that. So I was like, I don't want to lose my J-Type. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to make another one. And just call it J-Type Baby Tube and just rock mm -hmm. from there. But people still know me as uh, J-Type. I still feel with PlayStation and stuff. Um, last year, I think in November... I was the gear fan of the month, and I think October Diddy was the gear fan of the month. So mm -hmm. it was just pretty cool to uh, for them to still acknowledge me and everything like that. Yeah, you've been on the tester season three. You know, you come. I go to PlayStation E3. I go to the PlayStation Experience, and me and Diddy, we we call it, we like we kind of like ball out as we call it, but we ain't really <laughs> we ball on the budget, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, you you speak of E3, and with all of us saying we're pretty much going, we're gonna have to do a podcast right there at E3. All of us. We should do a podcast every Absolutely. day. It's three days. Why not? <laughs> that's three days, that's so the plan, man. We're we're planning awesome. on uh, trying to do some content while we're there, you know. And I, I could definitely see that collaboration between us and Skytight Gaming, you know, doing wow. that joint podcast. Which, what was your inspiration between, you know, behind that Skytight Gaming? You know. Okay, so as you know, we was on the Tester season three. Then after that, we was on the E3. Vita 2012 challenge and a lot of the producers and stuff like the little shows that we did it was like you guys are so funny together so 
Yeah. Diddy was there. He was like, Jay, let's just do something together. Let's do something together. And I was just like, you know, it helped me get my mind off the situation I was going through. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let's just do Sky, Sky Tide Game. And I was like, dude, you know what? Because you're more popular because you made it through all, all the episodes and everything like that. We funny together. <laughs> so I'll turn my YouTube channel into Sky Tide Game and then you can still keep your Sky Diddy and everything like that. So stuff that you want to do, because I don't mind turning mine into Sky Tide Game because I'm going to do stuff and then you can do stuff on there. And like the last thing we did was a week ago, Diddy did a live stream of Resident Evil and then I did um, a live stream of Jump Force. Is it Jump Force? Yes, yeah, the new Bandit. How is Jump Force? Oh my gosh, the beta was awesome. I mean, it does need some work, but <laughs> it, it's beautiful. It's just like yeah. loving anime and growing up in that era and everything like that. I'm a, I'm a, I was born in 1988, so I'm kind of an 80s, 90s baby in there, you know. I got the best of both worlds. And it's just really cool seeing all the anime that I grew up watching and just <clears> seeing <throat> there like Yu Yu show. And our Maroni Kenshin and Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, how does he even fight in Naruto and Boruto? Like, all the new stuff that's in there and everything like that. Like, so it's just crazy that Shaolin Jump is this like, 50th anniversary and this game is really amazing. Now, I'm not too happy about because I'm getting a statue version, but I'm not too happy that it don't come with all the digital stuff that it's supposed to come with. Like, if you buy it digital. But, I mean, the statue alone, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you that uh, that game looked very fluid and just absolutely beautiful. Just yes. the uh, when because I, I I actually saw your 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 post and the I was kind of it was kind of crazy seeing like that clean of a game with with all of the movement, the flying and the fighting. Like it was it honestly did. I'm not big on that on those type of games, but I was very interested. It looked amazing. I- it looked amazing. It's everything that J Star Victory Versus should have been, you know, <laughs> like with more characters and like that. Like I love anime. Like I take it back. I have a P. I have a Japanese import PS2 in my living right now. I still old play it. school. It's, oh, uh, that's old school right there, man. And one of my games I play is uh, is Don. It's Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, and One Piece versus each other. And it's just crazy because like that's what got me into. It. I was like, oh my god, all my anime I watch is on one game. So. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really super psyched about it. I'm, 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 I'm lost of words. Like I'm stuttering right now. I'm lost of words. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Jay. Um, as time has gone on, and I have often, you know, I've often gotten questions on posts of pictures when I when I pose with you or with Matt and I and 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 Sky. Everyone asks like, oh, who are those guys? And I always tell them like, oh, dude, you you have a, P- I know people who have PS4s. Check out the tester. It's a cool little show. Yeah. And uh, they've always come back at me like, dude, this show was awesome. It was it's so fun and and clean. And but the funny thing is, is like it was one of the first of its kind, because now on any network, you see a show just like it. And yes. what, like, would you think just in your own words, do you think a show like that now, I think, would have more longevity and would work now? Yes. The reason why I would say that now is because you got to think about it. Sony is developing the PlayStation 5. So that's yep. one to for winner. The, the grandpa's being $10,000 a car and a PlayStation 5. That's going to get gamers already back involved into it, into this because like the prize is so big. So I think one is prizes you got to do. You already got a background, your PlayStation. So anything that you do, people are going to love, people are going to hate. That's just what people do. Well, there's also, yeah. there's also 90 million PlayStations that have been sold. <clears throat> Right. You know, that's so crazy. that's that's and, your instinct. But especially from from a market standpoint, from a market standpoint, and and just viewership, why I agree, and I th- like I've always wanted to see this show kind of get back is because 
one, we have YouTube, we have viewers, you know, you, you yeah, have Twitch. that whole, you have the Twitch, you have so many more elements of people viewing Dude. and being All more right. of a, Hold more on. of a fan of gaming. Dude, that, you, you're an uh, ass. I'm sorry, because I love that <laughs> sign. And when I saw you posted that, that and I had to pick it up, but check out the 500 million, bro. Like this is the best yeah. PlayStation PlayStation they made in 2018. Yeah. This is the best one. I do I like the Kingdom Hearts though. Too. You know, it's and I, well, I yeah. it's, it's a little something, something. Yeah. But no, oh, like yeah, I, Mo posted the picture the other day of the Kingdom Hearts PS4 versus the the God of War one and made me jealous. You bought them both. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Theo, would you watch a new tester if it were to come out in this day and age versus when it was out on PS3? Absolutely, I would. The stipulation that I have with Tester that I kind of feel that Sony kind of failed at is that they made it a kind of like a Sony network exclusive. Like everything yep. was like nobody heard of it outside of being in the Sony communities. Even I, I with, actually have an answer for that. Even with I, even with the other ones that they've done that they did a free first season was Powers. Powers that was, was awesome. the whole See exactly, but Even nobody knew about it until yeah. like anything else released on other venues other than Sony's PlayStation. I mean, and so I've Charlotte, actually Charlotte Copley as the lead guy, and that was amazing too. It was a great so, casting choice. Tell you, you'll probably remember I actually ran into Brett Goki in at one of yep. the E3s, and I I actually had a really nice conversation about him because mm-hmm. I obviously I'm a fan of the show, and I asked him like, "Hey man, why?" why didn't the show like continue on or why do you think like it, no one's pitched it again. And he said the problem with the, the three seasons were uh, it's, it was too small of a budget. Mm-hmm. Like yep, and all, that's, all of the yep. budget went into the lodging and, and the, uh, the, the pretty, like the missions, like the things that you, the mm-hmm. little competitions that you guys had to do. Yep. And that was it. Like Sony, t- from what I understand, Sony took care of the, uh, the presenters and the host present. Yeah. Yeah. Which and right now, that's why I think it would be a lot easier to get backing because one, it's easy to create fans mm-hmm. and viewers, especially with all of these, all of these, uh, facets and, and, and like, uh, you know, YouTubes and all that, and all of that, where I think it would be easier to kind of sell a show like that again. So, I mean, I've, I've just always hoped for it to come back. Mm-hmm. I totally agree, but that, and we got to remember that in during the time in Tester, there was definitely different ways with how things were being funded. And so like it, now, it was a different time, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like now you got things like GoFundMe where like you can even um, look at movies that were completely funded by uh, Kickstarter or GoFundMe. Yep. Yeah. Um, what was that movie with Kristen Bell? Oh, Veronica Mars. Veronica, Veronica Mars. Mars. Like, oh, yes. That was a good movie. That was completely from GoFundMe, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was completely fan-based. And, like, and we have such a huge Sony fan base. They don't even need to fully know about Tesser but, or even know the background. But if they see something like that on Kickstarter GoFundMe, I guarantee you you can get huge yep. funding for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, if, a host, if there's, like, to re, really redo the show and stuff like that, I would definitely bring back bring Goki, of course. Yes. I would definitely bring back some celebrity, you know. And when I say celebrities, I mean like let's do an episode with Kevin Hart. Like he's funny. Why not? Yep. That get not only will it get who who is also a gamer. He he plays video games. Like yeah. it's crazy. So, 
You know, yeah. Gabriel Iglesias would be another one to have on there because he is a gamer as well. Yeah. He's got a custom <laughs> Xbox Dude, One. <laughs> even we can we, like they could even get the game. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the game actually. I just found out that the game was uh, like one of the top five players of Madden. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. And you know, and you know, Meredith would do it. You know, she'd be hosting again. Oh yeah. She's she's been there since day one. And then of course back, and then to make it fun, bring back some of the fan favorites. Not to do the challenge and stuff like that, but like at Judge or something like that. Or you know, it's just like to mix it up. I think that'd be really cool too. You know, I think that. What I feel is like Sony, they have so many great ideas. They got so much stuff that they got going on, everything like that. Like, I wish they would like focus like on what's making them real money right now. Like the PlayStation, it's making them a mm-hmm. lot of money. Granted, Sony Pictures, they just did that Spider-Man movie and it's the best Spider-Man movie ever. I still so, need to see it. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And I will forever hate you until you go see that movie. I know you guys will. And I will. It's just, you know... I mean, JT, you know this, having kids, having a family, you know, sometimes you just don't get to go do what you want to do. You got to take care of your family first and, you know. Yes. Four and I still manage to play (laughs) video games, not as much as I want to, but I'm still, what I like about it is like, I'm still able to do stuff. Like I just got a gig in Fullerton, California at the slide bar. It's this, it's actually once a month. And it's this Sunday on February 10th. I host a Geek Meet event. Is that which, the is that the pictures you keep you send me? Yes, oh, I'm so, awesome. I, I love oh, those awesome. Omo pictures, dude. I love Perfect. those like things, that. and everyone I think should check it out because it, it looks like it's a lot of fun. Um, we have costume contests. We have to have like a cosplay contest. Like I I didn't get first place, but I went the first time I went. But I brought out my hawk suit. I have a who do you know? <laughs> okay, you are okay. Hulk to you is like Spidey to Diddy. Yes. You know, and, <laughs> you know, and it is one of those things that it is great that you guys love that so much. And, um, you know, when you talk about having kids and playing games and stuff, you know, my 18 month old loves to play Spider-Man with me. I come home. He's like, dude, let's go in the office. He grabs his little, we have a PS2 controller for him. That's busted that he can't do anything with. He picks that thing up, thinks he's playing the game with me. you know is they kind of mad like there's like that we haven't played kingdom hearts in a minute like what's going on we i said because when i want to play you guys don't be here so i'll wait and then when you guys get (laughs) here you guys have school so it's you know it's come home is i gotta make dinner take baths get your clothes out okay well if y'all take too long then we don't have enough time to play video games you gotta you have a curfew we gotta get you in bed at some time so i haven't beat it yet I'm, i'm still in the beginning at the hercules part and my children are just waiting on me like, hey, dad, hey, dad. So I get off work tomorrow at two in the afternoon. I'm going to pick them up at three. And then we're just going to we're just going to smash Kingdom Hearts. We're just going to play nice. and let the kids nice. like they love it. I love it. And it's just crazy because like I bought the hundred dollar one. It came with all the games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And my son said, daddy, we're going to go through all of them. I said, unfortunately, these other ones came out. <laughs> from your age. So, you know, a little, yeah. a little, a little older, but and they, I and they haven't are- aged and they haven't aged well. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, so Theo is a is a Kingdom Hearts fan. Oh, absolutely. He's not he's not mo he's not mo level. I'm not mo worthy, but <laughs> I mean I love me my Disney and I gotta love my Kingdom Hearts. But that being said, is it's yeah, Kingdom Hearts three. I've been hearing mixed reviews about it right now, you know, and so I'm interested. What is what do you think of the game so far? 
so far from where I play, I'm only in the beginning. It's nice to see. I'm just be honest. This is just me. I love Kingdom Hearts. I love what Square Enix did. What I really feel is I feel like Disney had too much of their hand in it, and they didn't let Square Enix do what they wanted mm-hmm. to do. I feel like it's too many Disney worlds in there that I well, kind of don't care about. Like Tangled. Like I mean, we. I get I it. I love that. But- Tangled, oh, really? It's like Tangled, a, really? A little, but yeah, I think I totally agree. A little late to the party. That was a few years ago when Tangled was super. Yeah. Like uh, Frozen, I get. It's still popular. It's still Big Hero, Big Hero they 6. I get. Moana, they could have did, like, they, I like how they did Toy Story. I honestly, up- Toy Story, yeah. I honestly don't know why they didn't think of Moana. Like, that was, like, that was, that movie was huge. It was but then, huge. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, it's. What I personally feel too is like at the time, probably when they doing it, it was doing all these movies. They couldn't like really pick, but even out of all the Disney well, princess stuff like that, like in me with my ethnic background, you know, they could have even put in the princess and the frog. Like that would have even been tight. Yeah, that was a good movie. Absolutely. It was like a real black, or even if like Disney owned Marvel, they could have did like a Black Panther theme or, or something that made it different. You know, yep. I yeah. thought there was at least gonna have some Marvel levels. I, I promise. That's what I really thought. I thought so too, man. And. <laughs> The other thing was, is like, I totally agree with the, the lack of, I, I don't know why Square Enix didn't fight for more like Final Fantasy characters. Yep. Cause and that was the been, one thing I really enjoyed. Like, oh my God, Cloud is in it. Sephiroth is in this. Yep. Squall is in and this. That's like he's got his gun blade. Yep. And I've got a bunch of, you know, friends in, cause I'm in the Final Fantasy trading card game, you know, out here, a bunch of my guy, my buddies are playing it. And that's been the biggest complaint is that you look at one and in a two, they had the Final Fantasy characters, but in three, they're non-existent. Oh, completely yeah, gone. Oh. Yet Square Enix used them for the marketing material. They used yeah, Cloud and Sephiroth the for the game video yeah. game. Yeah. Also, the the so, Vex, Rex or uh, mm-hmm. Magma Rex, whatever that, that in-game game is yeah. that you can play. I'm not disappointed because I waited so long for the game, just how we did for Red Dead Redemption, just how we did for God of War. So I'm not disappointed. I'm happy we got it because we could have still been waiting. We could have never got it. Sure. But I'm disappointed on all the levels that they picked. It was it was amazing to revisit yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the Hercules world. It was amazing to do that. And to go to Monsters, Inc., which was pretty cool, and Toy Story and all that stuff. But I just feel like they, they took away the Final Fantasy. They took – I feel – again, I feel like – Disney being the monsters that they are, even though I love Disney, don't get me wrong. <laughs> they just had too much of their hand in Square Enix game where it wasn't Square Enix doing what they wanted to do with the game. They turned it into a Disney. I feel like I'm playing Disney Universe. If you guys They're, remember yeah. that game. Yeah, that's fair. That's why I really just with better graphics with Sora, Donald, and Goofy and stuff. And it's just, I mean, it's still good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's an amazing game. But at the same time, I feel like two was better. One and two was better. I feel like those connected me more. It, I they had they had more. the diverse like mm-hmm. e- even e- like not the the outside of the box characters. Like we we had Tron in one of the games. I yep. never thought that I would see Tron in one of those video games, and it was so much fun. Yes, and maybe I mean the the one thing I look at is maybe they removed the Final Fantasy characters because a lot of those characters just aren't relevant anymore. A lot of this generation, this generation of gamers, not ours, but this current generation, you know, the 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds, you know, a lot of them don't know who Squall is or Waka or any of them. So capitalize on what you got. Right. But you got to remember, though, that game came out when we were when we were kids. Well, now yeah. we're, we yeah. have kids. 
So if we, if the most of them still is probably people who like Mo Chocolate, who played it as a kid and everything like mm-hmm. that. Was now like, oh my God, I'm grown. I want to play it again. Yep. So for us, I feel like they took away the nostalgia for us. For the ones who actually mm-hmm. win, my son is eight yeah. years old. He's not buying games. I'm buying them, you know. So yeah. for me, it's just like, I would have liked to see the Final Fantasy stuff there. Like we was all at a uh, PlayStation Experience when they uh, announced the remake of Final Fantasy Seven. Was it? Yep. Yeah. And how the whole crowd went crazy, like it just I went like, insane. Went, oh, I did. I went insane. I, mean, well, I, yes. I, I I was screaming to the world. Right. I'm gonna buy. I'm buying two copies. Like yes, because it's, it's yeah. that amazing. Mm-hmm. So to take away. Something that is that's whole dear to our hearts, everything like that. It kind of sucks. It, it just makes me feel like again, I love Disney, but at the same time, I have a love hate relationship yeah. with them. You know? I think they played it safe with the game as well. Yeah, I mean, I, from safe. my standpoint, I don't necessarily think they played it safe. I think I agree with J Tide that Disney had too much of hand in it, and I feel like the route that they went was too far into trying to make the classics relevant again that they're really trying to get this generation to like hercules because like as soon as you see hercules you're going to be watching it with your kids doing that you're going to be watching monsters inc because they're not coming out with any more of those and they still want to be continuing Mm -hmm. that story for generations and generations i think that's kind of the thing that they were kind of aiming for with the stories that they picked. Cause like, if you're going to end up picking Moana, which is still only a few years old, everybody still knows that. Well, then, so, honestly, if you're going to go that route, you might as well have done a world for Aladdin and a world for Lion King because the live action movies are coming out. I would year. totally agree right. with that. The, the Incredibles, like that movie took like forever to come out mm-hmm. and low key. I was a little disappointed, just a little bit. Okay. I, I would the- agree. I was disappointed with the Incredibles too. I, I still loved it. But there was some disappointments, you know, it was it was, you know what it was the I feel the same way because I feel like it was a little too little too late Mm -hmm. because one, it tied in with the first movie amazingly and it was a great movie. But I still get this like, all right, like it's a good second movie. But why did they take so long? Like right. it well, really it was like the same type of joke. It, it was, and mm-hmm. it took him. Yeah, yeah, it took him that long to make this movie. I mean, really, like they couldn't get all the actors at the same time, or to you know periodically do their lines. I mean, I, I get their whole slate, but well, and I get pri- the, at the time at prioritize yeah. the sequel Voice. because at the time when Incredibles came out, it was huge. Like, okay, yeah, we should probably do the sequel now. Mm-hmm. It well, was, you look at yeah, Toy Story. It was a little too late for me. Look at how long it's been between Toy Story three and Toy Story four, you know. And we're getting that too. So I hope that I I hope with it being everybody back for it, the full full cast, we're getting um, Bo Peep back and stuff. I hope it's as good or on par with two and three. But the realist in me is prepping myself for an Incredibles two possible slight letdown. <laughs> I don't yep. think so because I, I kind of. The way I every trailer that I've seen, I think Toy Stories is going. Toy Story Four is going to leap them into today's culture. Um, I think Toy Story because Toy Story is adding a lot of new voice talent, like Keegan Michael Key, mm-hmm. um, of and a few other uh, new names. I think they're really going to kind of show what the world, what society, and what world is today. Like just based on like certain scenes like hey like this is a current movie um i'm not too worried about it because pixar knows what they're doing i would totally agree but i also think that 
the makers of Toy Story are going to have a lot easier time than Incredibles because Toy Story, you have a lot more flexibility. Like you can easily yeah. introduce new things to be relevant or bring things back with new to- with old toys or anything like that. Where with like Incredibles, you're kind of limited to what your original story was, and instead of having like 16 different toys, having 16 different stories. True. Yeah, you, ha- you have a lot and more. And it's also kind of a time piece. It's also kind of a time period piece. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and and I think too is Toy Story may be a little bit better in terms of um, John Lasseter wrote the script. So pretty much any yeah. Disney movie that John Lasseter's touched, it's been great. But yeah, um, I think that like with Toy Story, also it reminds me of Wreck It Ralph. Like they can make they can continue to make Wreck It Ralph and make it irrelevant for the present and the past because it's based off video games and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I really feel like yeah, make that irrelevant. They can continue to keep doing that because Wreck It Ralph Two was it was really good like it was yeah it was one of Disney best. it was to me i feel like you know moana took me back to the lion king days and the aladdin days yep. but rex ralph took me to like i'm watching ready player one but cartoon style like it was it's it, yeah. it, <laughs> it really that good so i mean disney know i think disney know what they're doing they got some good people behind them i just feel like with the kingdom Hearts situation they had too much of their hand in it i feel like their movies are great and some of their movies you know they mm-hmm. kind of flop but I mean, that's with the world. Everything that you do is not going to be amazing. Like again, Black Panther, it, it was amazing. It was, Black Panther was amazing. Hands yeah. down, best movie that that Marvel ever put out. I don't think Black. This is just me. I don't feel like Black Panther two is going to live up to the hype of Black Panther one, just because that movie, Black Panther, Black Panther was never done before. It was something that was totally different, everything mm-hmm. like that, you know. And I just feel like, how is this director going to? top his stuff from doing that like how do you top that it's kind of like when michael jackson dropped thriller and then <laughs> how are you gonna top it not really that good like it was <laughs> yeah. good it was great but it wasn't thriller it didn't mm-hmm. break records like it like it should have you know yeah yeah so it's just like i just hope that with the with the marvel series and all the movies that's coming out and stuff like that that it doesn't start like a downward spiral like you know like it's not doing that good mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so mm-hmm. now J type with you know both you and I being parents stuff like that. I want to get your take on this next topic that broke the news this week. So the state of Pennsylvania wants to propose a violent video game tax, where it's a ten percent quote unquote sin tax on any game that is rated M or that's like adult only, with the money going to a school safety fund. Now that doesn't include the six percent sales tax too. So they're going to tax the game 16% if it's an M-rated game. And it's because they think that violent video games might be an element in the rise on school shootings. Now, we we all on this grew up in a generation where it was Super Nintendo, N64, the advent of Mortal Kombat causing the creation of the ESRB. I mean, honestly, do you, do you think that their video games are really causing – all of this? No. Okay, I'm gonna just give you my honest opinion. I do have kids, and like I said, we both have kids. Um, I don't really believe that video game violence is making it, um, making the world bad. I don't think it's making schools. But I don't think it's having kids go shoot up schools and everything like that. I really feel like when somebody, when a kid is being bullied at school and he go and go and play a video game and everything like that, I feel like if he play Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty or something like that, he's taking his skills and his anger and he's putting it towards something totally different. He's putting it on so instead of being out here in the world killing people and all that stuff like that and 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 getting back at the bullies, he's more or less like, okay, I'm using it 
in a video game way. You know what I'm saying? Because the video yeah. games are influenced. That game is crazy. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and I wasn't bullied on as a kid, but my son, you know, I had to talk to, I had to talk to some of the kids at my son's school and let them know, Hey, don't bully him and everything like that. You know, I'm a cool parent. And if so, I want to be you guys' friends, stuff like that. Like I'm coming into school and people, cause you know, I'm sponsored by Loot Crate and PlayStation, all this other stuff like that. So when I walk in, like the kids, they know like, Oh my God, this is Prince dad. Da, 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 da. They have the star Wars card. They're like, and like I tell Prince, I don't do that. I get like this stuff cause I like this stuff and everything like that. But if it make you cooler at school, heck yeah, you know, go ahead and tell people that. But like, don't boo so much because then it makes, it makes kids hate you. It makes kids don't want to like you and stuff like that. And I really feel like violence in video games and violence in the real world has nothing to do at all. I don't think that should be, they should ask well, anything I like was, that. It's not hard. It's going to be for developers who put all that mm-hmm. time and effort now for them to buy the game. I'm not going to pay 16% on that. I don't even like pay. I live in California. I don't like paying 8%. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing is, I was raised that what happens in a video game is all make-believe. What happens in a movie is all make-believe. I mean, at this rate, if you're going to say you're going to put an excise tax or sin tax onto an M-rated game, you better be doing it on an R-rated movie because there's a lot worse going on. Like, for instance, The Purge, right? You look at that movie, you know, and what that's all about, that's ultra, you know, level of bullying and everything. You might as well do it that route. Stuff like that can have – that can happen for real. Like, I'm just saying, like, not the purge, but somebody just decided to, you know, I'm going to kill a bunch of people today. Like, a, a couple of years back, we had, like, a terrorist attack in San Bernardino. And people yeah. was calling me, like, hey, Jay Tight, Joel, are you okay? Like, what's going on, bro? This is your backyard. I was, like, I was at work, and immediately I called my kids' school, like, hey, what's going on? As they stayed, I was like, yeah, we locked down the whole school and everything like that. And it's crazy because it happened, like, like six blocks away from our apartment building and stuff like that. So it was just crazy and everything like that. You know, I think that like the purge and stuff like that, that's stuff that can really happen. But mm-hmm. and even though it's yes, that stuff in video games can really happen too. But at the same time, we're not advertising it like that. I'm not playing all the purge going to the movies. It's not playing on Grand Theft Auto commercials. Don't play on TV yeah. like that. Well, and, and I'll play the bad part. And I look at it too, is because with me being out in, in Colorado before I moved out here to Virginia is I lived 30 minutes from the Aurora theater that was shot during dark night, you know, when they had that attack. And I mean, you look at his writings, it had nothing to do with violent video games. It was just, he was a very disturbed person. And, you know, we all have that, that mental illness issue in America. And I think that more has to play in it. And I think that trying to use a scapegoat of video games, you know, I think it's, it's, yeah, I agree that it's just a poor excuse that, trying to find another yeah like you said scapegoat to to a more serious uh issue i mean come on it's it's, it's putting the blame on the video games rather than the parents that are buying the video games for the kids exactly because they don't want a parent when it comes down to it when it comes down to it it really comes down to the parenting did did, does the child really need to have this game at this age maybe not no so Sorry, you're not getting this game. Well, Wait here until you. I mean, you know what I mean. I used to. I mean, we all know. This. I used to work for Blockbuster, you know. And when Grand Theft Auto Three came out, you know, you'd have all these eight and nine year olds trying to, you know, rent it without their parents really knowing about it. And it's like, um, hey, just want to let you know this game's rated M for mature. And she goes, oh yeah, he played it at so and so's house. I'm like, you realize that um, this is rated M for violence sexual content. And then they question me like, well, what do you mean sexual content? I'm like, well, you can go to a strip club. You can go pick up a prostitute, and although it doesn't show you having you know any sexual relations with them, you see the card bumping up and down, and then all of a sudden your health goes back up. 
So, you know, it was <laughs> stuff like that. And yeah. I mean, honestly is, I mean, one of my, one of my problems with, you know, Grand Theft Auto, but is that, you know, one of the missions was you go up and shoot up, you know, shoot up a police station, you know, but that didn't, that doesn't make people go out and go, Hey, I'm going to go take a sniper rifle on top of a building and go shoot up a police station. You it know? goes back to that age old, you know, this isn't the first debate that we've had about games and, and yeah. violence. When it comes down to it, it comes down to the parents' decision and, and the really the parents parenting the child. Mm-hmm. You know, games, like you said, video games and movies have always been taught to be make-believe. And yep. on top of that, video games have been clinically proven to de-level, actually de-stress people Yep. From from work and from uh, JTA well, bullying and 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 st- more stressful situations. Well, I, well hold on though. It's been Does, more therapeutic. But in our situations, when we play Black Ops, though, sometimes it increases our stress level. Yes, true. <laughs> I mean, but, yes, but you're but dealing like, with friends. But, what, steam, but that's though. because that's because all of us are running around hitting each other with mannequin arms and knifing each other in yeah. the back. But, but still, that but. that's still a form of letting off steam and yeah. and getting getting that anger out to where. Yeah, okay, I, I'm good. Maybe I should think about the situation I'm in. I mean, I guarantee you, like, there have been uh, studies to prove that even, I'm sure, therapists even use video games as a source of stress relief in sessions, yeah. regardless yeah. of age. It doesn't well, matter you know. if it's a child or yeah. or a freaking 40-year-old. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There is plenty of stipulations or ways to relieve stress, and video games is one. But in for to put blame on video games to find some other uh, way to uh, go about your issues, like for the examples with the school shootings, those are primarily because those kids feel like there is no other way. They're missing that piece of learning that there are other ways, regardless of it being video games Talking to your parents, which apparently they're not willing to talk to you because they're buying you the video games, so they yeah. don't talk well, to you. And then it's like, <laughs> but I mean, it's, there's all this anti-bullying rhetoric in the schools, right? And they say, okay, we don't want bullies, we don't want bullies. I mean, I'm sure it's you know the same with JT and his kids at school. You know, they hear the anti-bullying message, but when the kids feel like they're bullying, being bullied, they go to talk to a teacher about it. The teachers are like, you guys need to go work it out amongst yourselves. It's like no, let me say, my right? son was getting bullied, and I'm not gonna put the teacher name on blast, but. He was getting bullied, and then instead of the teacher saying anything to the kid or anything like that, oh, go sit down. Oh, don't worry yep. about it. Okay, you guys shouldn't be talking to your friends. I feel like that all falls back on the teachers, and the teachers really got to start caring because, yes, I know you're there to get a check, but at the same time, the kids is our future. You don't remember. You're going to get yep. old as well, and, yeah. and our children is going to be leading. I think it all starts with parenting at home. If that kid, the kid who went and shot the schools, because that happened out here before too, kids going to go shoot the schools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's something at home. When a kid commits suicide, it's something that's going on. And maybe the parents, they have to try harder to reach that child, to talk to that child, to get them in activities mm-hmm. and stuff like that and be more engaging and interacting. And sometimes like when I was raised up, my dad always taught me, he's like, I'm your friend. I'm your best friend and I'm your father. So don't get mad at me sometimes when I have to be the father. And a lot of people like I know a lot of people don't whoop whoop their children or anything like that. But in the Bible, and that's if you believe, because some people don't, it says spar the rod, spar the child. Spare the rod, spar the child. Like if you don't, I don't like whooping. I hate doing that because that's I don't I don't like doing that because I was raised where I got whooped. (laughs) I think we all were. I mean, JT, you and I were and you know, we're 
little bit. Oh, I definitely was. Don't worry. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> you in know, company. <laughs> I got I got spanked once, and that was it. Uh, I'm I was it like, was yep, I'm in life. Like, um, I just feel like if you th- if you take today's time and live in what we live in now and times of the past, you know what I'm saying? And not even that, like, let's the 90s, the, the 80s and stuff like that. You will see that schools wasn't getting shot up like that because you can whoop the child butt if it was a problem. When I when a kid chased me home from school, I was in junior, no, elementary. And me and his dude, we friends today, but he chased me from school every day. I ran. I told my daddy. My daddy took me to his house, talked to their parents. And my daddy told me, if you don't whoop his ass, excuse my language, I'm sorry, I'm going to whoop yours. So we came outside, his parents, the parents was cool with it, like, and we fought. And the next day, we were like the best of friends at school, bro. We still friends today. It's it's crazy how, like, how life is different now than it is back then. I just feel like a lot of the kids are they depressed. Something's going on in their life where they're not happy, where, where as parents, it's our job to figure out what's going on because no child should want to go to the school and shoot the school and take another child's life yep. because they've been exactly. bullied, because they've been picked on or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And with the movie theaters, no person should be that insane to go to the movie theaters and shoot the movie theaters because it's a lot of bad stuff going on in your life and your situation and stuff like that. I feel like don't take it out on other people. I'm not saying take it on yourself either, but at the same time, seek Help. There's always ways to seek help. Don't Absolutely. blame the video game community for stuff that we can't control. We didn't tell them what to I, go do that. You what know? I like about your story is that a huge thing out of just those simple words that he said, underlying says respect yourself. Like yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter if you gotta do what you gotta do, but respect yourself and respect others. So right. that's what it's gonna be. Now with that Play being said, simple. so with this kind of attacks and everything on that, we know with Nintendo, right? They 85% of their games they sell are made by Nintendo, so they're never going to hit that M-rated category. And I don't <laughs> think they'd be hurt by this, but do you think that Microsoft and more so Sony would be potentially hurt in terms of yes, not Sony necessarily- I mean, I'm not trying to cut you off or anything, but I, oh no, absolutely. Sony just struck one of the biggest deals with Activision to get Call of Duty on stuff first on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You know how long the Xbox lifespan? It was all Xbox, so yep. yeah. that's gonna hurt them. Oh my God, that's gonna hurt Call of Duty. That's gonna hurt Battlefield. Last of, that's last gonna of hurt us. the last, like all these AAA games. God of mm-hmm. War. It's gonna yep. hurt so many games. It's gonna hurt so many developers and pockets where it's like, okay, now do we find other jobs now? Do we not make these games? How do we dumb the game down to not have that much violence? Exactly. But yeah. still be good. And that's really hard because I remember playing Modern Warfare 2 and the whole um heli- not helicopter, uh thing Jake. The airport. The airport scene was crazy. Yeah. I was like, Am I really going around this airport killing people? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, I see Espe- that, especially that. with the timing of everything. Is you know yeah, when that was yeah, yeah. not the way to go. That game was in the news. That game was on TV. People was like, "Don't buy this game." You're promoting terrorist attacks. Like, it's it's just really crazy. Activision did something that it was kind of at the time it was uncalled for. It was, it was that that whole scene could have been, mm-hmm. but they did give the viewers and the players the option to skip that. Yeah, but I yes. skipping nothing. I want to see all the action. Yeah. <laughs> because, and you know, the, I remember their biggest defense was like, "Well, you you're not playing a good guy. You are in the terrorist shoes in during that scene." Mm-hmm. And that was more or less their um, their uh, uh, 
like argument for, for that scene. It was like, well, we gave you the option not to do it. And if he did, you weren't a good guy. You were in the shoes of a terrorist during that scene. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, it, it blew over, but I totally agreed like that, especially with the timing, it was very close still to nine 11. It was not the best decision. But, but let me throw this at you fellas. So since they say violence in video games, violence in general is going to be a very broad term in that. So yeah. like that so could hit targeting... anything. You could, you could say that super Mario is violent because he's stomping yes, he on could enemies mm-hmm. yep you know so and and the thing is with we talk about possibly hurting the studios you know you look at sony released their quarterly earnings you know just the other day they're down 8.5 percent on their stock because of their announcements and it's because <laughs> the playstation 4 life cycle we know it's slowing down we know that they've already said hey our first party studios are shifting to ps5 which we all had this conversation, and JT, I want to get your impression on this, is we all think, and especially me more so, is that Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding, and Last of Us 2, all of those are, I think, what we saw were glimpses of PS5 at E3. Okay, so this is what I really feel. I feel like those games, and this is my honest opinion, those games are running on a PS4 Pro, at that, but at the Pro push to its max. Yep. I, but I feel that what they're going to do is and it sucks, but it's true. They're gonna release those games on a PS4 Pro and a PS4 because they still want to make revenue because the PS5 isn't out yet, and then they're gonna remaster those games and put them on a PS5. Or do you? I mean, the other thing I thought of is that they're gonna pull like a Twilight Princess that Nintendo did, you know, where you had it bridged and launched at the same time on the GameCube and the Wii. Yep. Um, yep. So I think that might end up more so happening is that you have them released at the same time, but. PS4 and PS5. I think is a great move because that's at least not excluding mm -hmm. those households that can't quite get that PS5 right away and would still like to be able to enjoy the game for at least a little while longer. If the rumors of the patent that were filed um, last year, which now it's come to light, that they're looking at running a software on the system that is going to spoof the CPU of the older systems... Their rumor is they're looking at a full backwards compatibility for the PlayStation library. Oh, my God, that's going to be amazing. And the reason why I feel like that is true and the reason why I feel like Sony is going to do that because they know this is it. Like when Michael Jackson said, this is it. This is it. I don't really (laughs) feel like there's not going to be a PlayStation 6. There's not going to be another PlayStation or anything like that. I think that this is going to be it. I mean, like, granted, I would love to see video games keep progressing and keep going. But the way how everything is moving and the time is moving so fast, computer is the – I don't really like that, but it really is the future. It's just easy to change well, on a graphics card. It's easy to just – well, so And let's look it. at that too is, is that you know we know that Microsoft is already working on xCloud. They want to you – know, they're going game streaming. Google and Amazon are doing the same thing. They want to do just have big data centers with all the games just stored on them. And Not only that. Um, I don't know if you guys know or not, and it this was dawned on me just now. I was checking today. Loot Crate actually started their own like little gaming service and stuff like that. And I was like, oh wow, this game. wait, when did they do that? It was like I think it was like two months ago. They had um he Matt he had told me about it stuff like that. I couldn't really talk about it, so now I kind of forgot. And then I went on a website <laughs> and I was just looking, and I was like, oh wow, like they have a subscription for I think it's PC games 
where it's just like they regular loot crate how it is right now, but it's a service. And I was like, oh my god, this is so tight. Like I feel like every company and every everybody that's out there right now is also trying to do like the digital way. They're trying to do um, a subscription based type deal. Like two things I really I really feel like I I I won on last year was PlayStation Now was hundred dollars for the whole year. I don't really I don't buy PlayStation three games. And I have a PlayStation 4 and my kids have it, but I'm not buying a lot of games like that because I'm the I fell back into the old me when I was a kid. The old me only bought games that I like. I don't care about all these other games. If I don't like mm-hmm. it, I'm not gonna buy it. Because as I get older, money get tighter. So yep. it's just like <laughs> Well, I think for me, my exception to that rule was God of War. I am yeah. I've never been a God of War fan. I've never really gotten into the games, but I picked up God of War and it is phenomenal. And yes. You know, so I'm glad that I, I went out of that comfort zone. But to that point, as we're talking about the future and how it's moving, is the CFO um, Hiroki uh, Tutaki um, did say that you know the movement towards cloud gaming could be that threat to the PlayStation brand because yeah, and of- that's why Sony just launched with PlayStation Plus instead of having 10 gigs to save your data and everything like that. Here's mm-hmm. 100 gigs. Like wow. Yeah. So like, I think I think you're right though. I think PlayStation Five may be the last one. You know, that we truly, really see. And I think, you know, Microsoft is working on a cheap version. It's codenamed Scarlet or something. That's going to be like a $100 system where it's just going to be a straight streaming system. There's going to be no disk drive or anything. And then they'll have the beefier one. And I think that's probably the future we're going to see is that, you know, you're going to have something for Sony that is that subscription service to get your games like a Netflix, um, you know, or digital, that sort of thing. But I I think the cloud gaming is probably going to end up being the future. I totally, I totally to agree. It's, it's, it's really been, sad to see. Oh no, no I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut anybody off. I'm sorry. Forward, forward, but I, I'm just saying, it's just sad to see this. But what I feel happening is the same thing that happened to Blockbuster. It's going to happen to GameStop, and that's why they teamed up with Think Geek. Now where they can keep the gaming goods coming like that, because like nine times out of ten, if I can buy it digital and it's something I really like that I don't mind playing, I'm not going to trade. Then I do that. Like it, it's, it's just well, really sad. For like these gaming, these gaming store, the mom and pop shops and stuff like that, like they're going to be outdated. And it's just it, it's it's the way of the future. Like you know, people mm-hmm. upgrading hard drives all the time and getting digital stuff all the time. Yeah. It's just sad to see like game. It's not going to last forever. So I just really feel like GameStop's going to well, start closing down. Well, here's the, the funny thing you bring that up is because we debated about talking about this tonight is that um, GameStop this week announced that they did not find a buyer for their company. Mm-hmm. So we already know they're they've been declining badly for the last several years. And I I am seeing some of that blockbuster-esque type stuff where you're trying to do everything you can, getting your hands into everything, having so much in your stores, you know, that you're you're missing what your core focus is because you know, granted, we all go to GameStops. We get our games, but when you walk into a lot of them, there's all these toys, there's all these shirts. I mean, they're throwing so much at you that I feel like I'm walking yeah. into fries. I feel like I'm walking mm-hmm. into yeah. Focus uh, on the games. It's like it. Te- granted, I love the statues and stuff like that, yeah. but like I, I don't want to come in and feel like I'm walking into Walmart. I, I, I'm walking in. I want to walk into yeah. a game like for games. I love focus the on games, on focus on accessories, controllers, all of that. Well, yeah. and, right, and the thing right. is, is like you look at, I don't know about the density out where you guys are, you know, and I mean, out in Denver, I mean, Theo, what block or uh, game stops are what less than 10 minutes away from each other by you. I mean, Thornton, Broomfield, all of that. 
I mean, out here yeah. in Richmond, I have four stores within 10 minutes of me. Wow. I mean, yeah. I can go, you know, I can go west 10 minutes and there's one. There's one right across the street from me and I can go literally three miles down the road and there's another GameStop. And then I can go up the highway another 10 minutes and there's another one. And yeah. I think your 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 footprint is too close. And I think that was one of the problems with Blockbuster is that, you know, when I was running a store um, back in Colorado, we had two stores within five, 10 minutes of us. It, you're, you're crossing your paths too much. And I think that may be part of GameStop's problem is that you're you're losing money because not only are you having so many stores close to each other, but I think you look at we trading games, right? Anybody who trades in games, you know, you get you don't get that much out of it. And then when they put them out for sale, it's like five bucks off of a brand new yeah. game, you know. And honestly, I'm, if I'm going to walk into a store, right, and I'm going to see, okay, I can get a used game for fifty-five bucks. And this is saying we don't have the GameStop Rewards program, which we all know is kind of terrible now that they got rid of Elite. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Right. I paid. I paid for the Elite. I loved it. I, it you know, awesome. I, I, I abused it. Um, there were actual, ordering stuff. there were actual good benefits from having it. Exactly. But, you know, I'm going to say, hey, 55 bucks or 60. Am I going to buy a used or new? Hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and spend that extra five bucks and just get it brand new, you know? And then or I'm going to say, hey, it's on sale somewhere else. I'm just going to go grab it there, you know? What's um, killing them right now, too, and Best Buy, they just stopped doing this. That it was offering a game, uh, it's called Gamers Elite or something yep. like that from Best Buy. You get 20% off the game. My mind is still active. I don't know when it's going to end, but like it's a lot of the games that I just don't even go to GameStop for anything like that because I have the option to get 20% off the game from Best Buy still. And it, it sucks that they ended that program. I feel like what they're doing is a lot of stuff that was for gamers that was really good, they're mm -hmm. ending, which kind of sucks. And it's just like, damn, now games and controllers are costing the same price. It's just like, whoa. So it, it was just really cool to have that 20% off the, the games and everything like that. I kind of feel like you, you're totally right that because uh, I was part of I was part of that program too with Best Buy, and the I think the problem is is there's too much it's too convoluted between mm -hmm. um, the like collectors editions or just standard editions to where where am I going to go and buy this because now there are exclusives for Best Buy there are exclusives for Target there are exclusives for GameStop. Walmart. Walmart they all yeah. have their own little things well, to where they're trying to offer. It was like when those. Special edition PS4 controllers came out. You know, there was one at Best Buy, there was one at Walmart, and one at Target. Yeah. Or, sorry, one at uh, GameStop. You know, there was, like, yeah, a different yeah. one. And to, Yeah, I mean, really, sh all of that should be at one place. And, and, and no joke, it should be with the game store. And uh, yeah. I totally agree that GameStops have way, way too small of a footprint to where, like, I have two that are probably five minutes away from each other. Yeah. And I, I prefer to go to one because I actually know a couple people yeah, there, but, but to be quite honest, um, I, I totally think that's where they went wrong too. It like stop focusing on the little trinkets for the, for the kids. You, you know, you're called GameStop for a reason. Focus okay. on the games, yep. the accessories, controllers, and like, yeah, everything else that just focuses around games. Now, yeah. that being said, I don't mind the fact that they brought out the Totaku line of figures though. <laughs> you know, those little, the little mini statues. Cause you know, I can go with that route versus, 
spending 130 for the big stand, you know, the big collector's edition of the game. I can just get the little statue and be good with it. Um, right. And that's the thing about it for me too. Is like, I love the collectors and back to what you were saying about a store having some different, like this is more recent too. Like, Okay, so King, everybody knows Kingdom Hearts came out. And then I started looking around doing my research. Well, Kingdom Hearts, have, uh, if you buy it from the PlayStation Store, you get a PlayStation Keyblade and, and everything like that, which is pretty cool because, like, when you use that Keyblade in a game and you fight, it actually shoots out the PlayStation symbols, which is really dope. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, I, I didn't even know that, and I want that. symbols and the hilt of it's, the sword. Wait, God, Jerry, didn't you crazy. pre-order it, though? Yeah, yeah you got the sword, Jerry. I, I got the, no, I got the deluxe version at GameStop. I got. The, oh. I, I buy the physical. Oh, I thought you I'm a bought physical. digital. No, uh, I'm a physical guy. Like that's okay. why. Like when we're right, going then, digital, that's kind of hurting my heart. I'm a. Digital. I know. I know it hurts your heart, bro. I, I like I having my my collection. Right. No, I believe in that. I believe in that. I love the collection. But it was just so cool to see that. But then back to uh, each store has some. Target had a Keyblade. Walmart had a Keyblade. Amazon had a clean a Keyblade. Microsoft had. They own like Keyblade. I'm just like, yeah. damn. Like, there's no way that you could buy all the Keyblades or get all the Keyblades. I'm not gonna buy the game like four times. Exactly. Now the only one I thought I was yeah. cross was Amazon's because you could buy a PlayStation or um, Xbox. GameStop didn't even have a key. Walmart and Target, they had no only if you got it digital. So they, they didn't have a key either. So it's just crazy. Like just going back to what you were saying about like, hey, this is um, it's crazy. Like I'm tired of going to different stores. I just want to go to one store, buy the game, and yep. get all the pre-order bonus stuff. Like I mean, like for yeah. three, two or three years ago, I used to pre-order the game at like four different stores. It would be Target, GameStop, Amazon, and like Best Buy because. Each each one was given something different. Like when Lord of the Rings came out, I mean not Lord of the Rings, a Shadow of Mordor. When that game came out, you got something different from each store. I literally bought yeah. that game like five just so I could get all the digital stuff, and then I had to take <laughs> all the games back. Like because it came on a receipt, so it was yeah. just like it stuck. But at the same time, it's like dang, I wish they was just like get rid of that, stop doing that. Or if you do do that, make it like the Keyblade for everybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. So what if you got an Xbox or anything like that? Like, huh, here's the PlayStation Keyblade as well. Oh, here, guess what? Here's the Xbox Keyblade because that I think that'll be kind of cool. Like we're yeah. doing crossplay with Fortnite. Now you can play with PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox on Fortnite. So I think that why can't the DLC and everything like that be the same? Like it's just a Keyblade. It's just it's just some coding, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So I gotta ask you, JT, as we kind of look at winding things down tonight, is what is your favorite game for game nights? With your friends and family, <sighs> my favorite game. Whether friends it's, and family. Whether it's a I'm board a game, a video game, doesn't matter. But what is your go-to game for game night? Oh, my go-to game for game night is just dance. We about to get it in. You already know. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, kids love to dance and stuff like that. And it, it's nice. that game. It's really fun. It definitely keeps the party going. It definitely keeps people interested because there's always something to do and everything like that. And it gets people out their shell that wants to dance and stuff like that. Another okay. one, well, I can't even pick no more. I'm just going to pick that one. I, mean, I, I would, would love, love to see J-Type bust right. the move. I got, I would I would love love I got one time in my life. I got one step higher. I would love to see J-Type square off against Mo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like pay-per-view quality showdown yeah. right there. I got to tell you, I, <laughs> you I, I saw Mo. I saw I Mo on my hat to Mo. I took my hat yeah. Mo Chocolate, if you're watching, I took my hat to you, bro, because <laughs> he had, like, 
Ubisoft guy, I was just talking to him, I was like, how do you get into E3 and everything like that? He was like, oh, Ubisoft sent me in, in my Just Dance videos and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh my God, I watch him, and I felt threatened, like, bro, you getting all perfects on, like, oh, this is crazy, so. Well, I gotta ridiculous. tell you, bro, that footage, that footage was for me. I, would, <laughs> yeah. I took that footage of Mo Chocolate at both both times that he was dancing, and, and he was I like, send say, it to me. I sent it to you, bro. I was there as a witness yes. that yeah. Jerry took that video because I was standing right next to yeah. him, and Mo was like, "Send it to me." Because he was killing it. He he had the like he had his moves, man. I like I tip my ass, my my hat off to him too. And I was like, "Bro, you killed it up there." Like, oh, you sent me that footage. I sent him both yep. pieces of footage, and then the next year I see. Wait, Ubisoft? Got, oh, you. It's oh, crazy. Bro. yeah. It, it, okay. Did you would you expect any less from Mo with the guy oh, who God. shows up with tap dance shoes <laughs> on the tester? On the tester, he was so hot. <laughs> I, it's crazy because, like, okay, this is the personal for me. Like, I'm a fan of a fan, like the Chris Brown and Tiger CD that came out a long time ago. Because, like, when I before I was on the show, I was just like, oh my God, yes, yes, yes. And then I was on the show. And then when I got to hang out with Nauseous and I got to hang out with Cyrus and Gamer and Scooter and, and just like everybody else there, like, oh, my God, triple triple threat. Like when I got to meet her, everybody like, this is crazy because like it's all the time like, Jay, you know, you just like us, right? Like you famous too. And, everything. and it, just, it didn't really die on my Cyrus told me. And I'm just like, I don't care about that. Like y'all was here first. So I pay homage because y'all actually. Yeah. Paid the way. If it wasn't for season one doing what it did, for season two to do what it did, for season three, for people that people come up and tell us like out of all the seasons, season three was the best season ever. Like I would agree you with that. Guy, Diddy yeah. was awesome on there, and especially Diddy. Like you guys were amazing. Like mm-hmm. we didn't we cried when you left. Like yeah, well, you I had at home. It was my birthday, and the the episode season four episode aired on February twenty eighth. And I was like, oh, my God, it's my birthday, and I'm getting eliminated. It's like so many Is that your birthday? <laughs> it, yeah, birthday, February 20th? February 28th. Dude, February me too. 28th. What? Yeah, man. Happy <laughs> yeah, birthday, man. Hey, oh, yeah, man. my gosh, that's crazy. You know <laughs> that's awesome, dog. Maybe we just it. need to – maybe we just need to do on the 28th, so three weeks from now, we get Diddy on. We get J-Tight on. We do the birthday episode because – my birthday is the 22nd. So we're going to be recording with, oh, right there. Yeah. you know, oh my, God. my son's birthday is the 22nd. <laughs> oh, that's so, man. That's, that's awesome. Crazy. I mean, that's crazy. so let's do that because the 21st, we're tentatively going to be having Meredith-on. Yes, that's going to be so dope. And I then, see you guys talking about that. Yeah. Meredith, I, I haven't talked to her. Like, I always take her up on Instagram and stuff like that. And mention, yep. But I haven't, like, talked to her in a long time. I love what she's doing. Like, she's still well, doing stuff and it's just really cool. So yeah. JTA, I mean, I've, I've told that I've told you guys too is I've been talking to um, Christy Pride. We've oh, got Mo snap. on board. Mo is going to be on the podcast. Um, Christy Pride. We've got Reality Pales. Yes, and I haven't talked to him in years. Oh my we're god, we're going to have him on. So here's <laughs> the plan: is we are going to do a tester reunion show for the podcast. Okay. And we're, yeah. Okay. All you guys, you know, Ooh, that's gonna be tight. That's get gonna all be you guys tight. on and just have some fun with it. You know, just catch it up with you guys. Um, we'll probably do that someplace, you know, closer in March. You know, once we gotta get, it, I gotta get worked out with Meredith. You know, she's got she's got her schedule. Um, we gotta get her taken care of, and you know, but we're gonna have some fun with it, and we're gonna have a big, you guys, big old crashing game night with us. <laughs> oh my gosh, just like. 
So many thought like, cause, okay, so I didn't, because I got eliminated. And I didn't really, I, like, I talked to reality pals and I see what's up with stuff like, I didn't really talk about him like that, like talk to him about the show and stuff like that. And one thing I remember he was saying was just like, I want to make an alliance so that way, like, we can get rid of weakest links. And I was just like, wait a minute. Y'all wanted me to be a weak link? No! <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? But you know what, though? It was just, it was all in the spirit because, you know, we had to win. We had, it only could be one winner. So yeah. I can understand totally. But what I love about it is it's like, all of us is still friends or anything like that. And it's crazy because I talked mm-hmm. to Zeus Kaiden like four days ago. I seen her on Instagram and everything like that. I was like, oh, you know, wow. she just posted a picture. Let me say, hey, I was like, she had did like the um, the ten year challenge, and I was like, oh my god, you like you never change, you still look the same and everything like that. <laughs> this is crazy. And she was like, oh hey, Jay Ty, I was like, oh shoot, and you know she's doing really good, and I just feel like everybody living their own life, and, and that's the way the world works and stuff like that. It's like you know you live in that moment because you never know when you're going to get it again, you never know when it's going to happen, and I just thank God that I was actually able to be on that show. Like I was able to meet Sky Diddy. I was able to meet Achilles, my reality pals, mm-hmm. Quasha Monster, Ninja, uh, uh, what's his name? Ninja Nomics. It's just like, it's just yeah. so awesome. <laughs> Everybody that was just on the show and everything like that. Even Ashley Chung, like when the show after aired and stuff like that, and we were still talking and stuff like that, we still hung out and just stuff. Cause she was like right in LA. I was like, why are you, you in LA? So it was just really cool just to see all that and to hang out and talk with them. But I, you know what though? Like, I feel like my life changed because like right after the show and stuff like that, Gave my homeboy, he was like, he was a manager against. He said, Jay, look, I'm gonna hire you because the show is awesome. Da, 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 da. I was like, well, I really want to work at GameStop. You don't have to fire me, bro. You're like, you can just like, <laughs> like promote and everything like that. Da, da, da. I worked at GameStop for about like mm, three months. And then it was like, Jay, I can't keep you because you're not bilingual. What? But I said, you know what? I'm not tripping. Thank you. I had a good time and everything like that. I, I love working there. It was just so cool because t- today people still come up to me and be like, Oh my God, you were on a show, da da da. And then when I go apply like for a job or something like that, and I tell people about it, stuff like that, like they really go look at it. Like my job, I've been cooking. I'm a chef. I've been cooking for the past. I'm my job for four years, but I've been cooking forever. And it's just crazy because like we got a new, we got a new head chef. And I was telling my mom, you know what I do and everything like that. And he was like, Oh wow, that's crazy. And then he went and looked up my YouTube channel and found. Old stuff that I forgot that was on my channel about me cooking, <laughs> about the the uh, Sky Tight gaming, and, and about like the tester and stuff like that. And he was like, "Bro, you really creative." So before we go, I want to say this is something that I want to do on my YouTube channel, and I really want your guys' opinion. Okay, so as you guys know, me and the Sky Tight gaming, kind of play barbershop stuff like that. We are sponsored by um, Loot Crate. They they sponsor us. They 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 mess with me and Diddy heavily. Like we mm-hmm. go to the we go to the factory and we go to like their warehouse and we go like hang out with them. And it's, it's, it's really crazy. Like every time we go to these like Funimation events, Loot Crate is always there. Loot Crate told them about us and like when they got us in and stuff like that. It's just real crazy. But what I want to do on my YouTube channel is you guys know I like to cook. Well, Loot Crate sent out and some of their boxes. It's not some cookbooks. It's Bob Burgers, World of Warcraft, and a Change Room Turtle Book. And what I want to start doing is on my segment, I want to make it nerdy. Uh, and I, want, I don't know what I'm going to call it. Or anything like that, but pretty much is I'm gonna cook a recipe out of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle books or out of the Bob Burgers 
recipes and stuff like that. And just actually to see that, like, it's a full-on recipe book from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles about how they make their pizzas and water, Warcraft food and everything. And then actually, like, cook it. Like a little cooking show. Oh, but I like make it. it. That'd be a lot of fun. Sponsored by Loot Crate and stuff like that. Like, it's something that I've been wanting to do for a minute. So I've been talking to my team, and it was like, yeah, they definitely down to do that. So. Dude, I, that's a great idea. I think you can you have a, a huge span of video games that you can pull from to like just for one example uh final fantasy you know there are little dishes that you know that you can that you can eat that give you health you know uh kingdom hearts yeah i think that's a great idea yeah dude monster hunter because the food looks so amazing every time (laughs) i eat it was like oh my god monster hunter yeah man i think that's a great idea you should Mm -hmm. do it okay i've been i've been talking to like uh, my producer and stuff like that and just like i told him i want to get back to my youtube channel like I've been streaming a lot lately and doing more for my YouTube channel. And then I asked, like, when I was, I was live streaming, I started asking, like, what do you want to do? We just want more content, Jay. And then what I did was I started, I looked through the whole YouTube channel, and I just was seeing, like, what was really getting us views? Reviews on stuff, like, when I was doing the Apple TV review. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I cheat a little bit. I watch other people because I have questions that I want to ask. So I watch other people's videos and stuff like that. Yeah. And when I did the out, it got, like, I don't know. It's it's a big number on it. I don't really know how much because I don't look at that. But um, some of the questions that I had in my head, they didn't get answered. So I went and bought one and I asked them my own questions like what apps are on the Apple generation TV? Like what apps are on it? Because nobody never showed that. Um, how does it compare up to other devices, the Roku and everything like that? No, because I don't want you to make a mess. You only you small, baby. I don't want you to make a mess. <laughs> But no, it was just like going through my channel, looking at reviews. Like I did the G155 Century TV. And I didn't know if the TV could hold the PlayStation 4 or the fat PS3. So when I did the video, then got over like 20K views and everything like that. And it was just like, oh, wow, this is crazy. Because like I would just went, I bought it. I was in my living room and I just like, you know, I'm gonna do the video and stuff like that. And I just looked at a lot of stuff like that. Like people like the reviews. I, since I like to cook, I want to start doing more cooking stuff. Of course, I want to do stuff with Loot Crate. And we've been talking to them, like, how can we get in the studios and stuff like that? And it was like, right now, we just hecka busy because, like, they're going through, like, a little lawsuit and everything like that that I've seen on on uh, Google. And when I, I didn't really ask them about it because I don't get into, like, day business like that. But pretty much Funko Pop and Loot Crate got a lawsuit going on because, like, on one of their boxes that they sell at Walmart, it's a Funko Pop on the box. And I was just like, oh, uh, so I was, I was just reading, you know, I do my mm-hmm. daily reading and stuff like that. And I was just like, it's just a lot that they got going on stuff. But like I told Diddy, we already got the following. We just got to come with the content. We have so many locations to record. We have so much stuff to do. Like our Instagram, our Instagram is one Instagram TV, YouTube. It's just so much stuff. We get Twitch and everything like that. And I just feel like I look at a lot of, YouTubers that I started watching and they have like no subscribers, and now that uh, they got the platforms like that, I'm just like, dang, what what happened? Where did we where did we go wrong at? And then I realized they have no kids. They have no, <laughs> <laughs> they have no kids, like it's super crazy, huh? Yep. I can yeah. talk y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, that's that's the way it is. You know, we all have kids and and whatnot. And, you know, that we just do what we can. You know, that's why we schedule the podcast when we do. That's why, you know, I'll write when I'm taking breaks at work, you know, for our blog and whatnot. So, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. And it's part of family. So, Jay Tite, I definitely want to thank you for coming on the podcast with us. You know, thank you. Definitely, you know, thank you for Crashing Game Night with us. Definitely love everybody for Crashing Game Night that's listened to our podcast. So if you like what you heard, 
you know, absolutely, please let us know in the comment sections, you know, on the website, both, uh, you know, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, you know, if you like it, definitely, you know, subscribe and we can get the content when we do it. I want to say everyone be excellent to each other and stay frosty. Thank you, all, all of my fellow gamers, comic book readers and just all around nerds. Thank you guys for uh, for listening to us. Hey, before we completely sign off. Jay Ty, won't you go ahead and share with our listeners where they can find you on the internet? Yes. Yes. All right, let me put on my voice. Hold on. Uh, what up, y'all? It's your boy Jay Ty. You know what it is. We back up in this thing. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Jay Ty underscore Lucrate. Um, Facebook is the same thing, Jay Ty underscore Lucrate. Be sure every month, Geek Meet, please follow them and come see your boy host a show in Fullerton, California at the Slide Bar and Grill. We play Cars of Humanity. I host the event. We have a good time. Come and be the nerd that you are. Hey, and thank you guys for inviting me on the podcast, man. I love it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right. To our listeners, have a great night.